0: You're listening to the New Story podcast from New Story Church in Kansas City. To learn more about New Story Church, visit our website at www.newstory.church.
1: Welcome to our leadership roundtable. I've got Dennis, uh, one of our pastors here, as well as Josh. Uh, Zot what do you do here, dude?
2: Um, So I do a few things at New Story. I'm part of our financial counseling ministry. Um, I also teach our ownership class and and lead serve tour and just a couple of other little things as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, They're important things. They're not as little things, but just sprinkle throughout. (laughs) Um, As part of our our next steps as as a church, we're having a few of these discussions just around this table. To go a little deeper on subjects, we believe need more explanation. Uh, This first step in our next steps has to do with revisions to our Constitution. Um, and you can find some of the info um, on the right up to this step if you go go check that out. But we want an opportunity. We want to have an opportunity to discuss more fully things like what are some of the visions uh, that need to be made, as well as ways we don't believe it's serving us right now. Um, so I want to start off with that that question: um, What are some of the ways it's not serving us currently, or, or why does it need to be revised? What do what you What do you guys say?
0: I think one of the first things that I noticed was the uh, the language mm-hmm. uh, that uh, uh, clarity of language and language always evolves and uh, uh, for us to be able to take this document and give to uh, somebody that's uh, considering uh, becoming an owner at, at news story uh, what's your church like what do you is your yeah. church and you hand them this but they have to, <laughs> good they, luck. yeah they need to be able to read that and come up Away with a, a good answer to that. You know, how do you do things? Uh, mm-hmm. What's your structure? What do you believe? Uh, mm-hmm. When I'm uh, looking at uh, uh, just different types of churches, that's one of the first questions that come to my mind. Well, what do you believe? You know, mm-hmm. what, what are you, what's your uh, doctrinal position?
1: Yeah. yeah. And in context, you do a lot with ownership. Have you run into <laughs> I don't know what feedback yeah, has been on it. Yeah, honestly. so
0: generally speaking
2: in the ownership class I will hand out or I'll give people copies of the constitution and give them a chance to read through it on their own because to be quite honest it's 22 pages long and it's it is written in language that it can be hard to understand especially yeah. uh in the you know 2022 we just don't talk the same way that they did in 1954 when yeah. it, a lot of it was written. Yeah. And so uh, I want I have to give people time to kind of wade through it and uh, it, it does take them time to search up words to find out what yeah. things mean. Yeah. Um, and also to try and get a better context for like culturally, there are things that we would say today, um, that are very different from the way they would say things. And I think they have the same intention. Um, but the focus and the the power behind those words is maybe put in different <laughs> places. Um, and so it can be, uh, discouraging to some, some people have been very yeah. discouraged by reading through it and the positions that it takes because it feels like, um, we're, uh, taking a position against, uh, like the safety of women in, in yeah. marriage and yeah. things like that. Um, when the, that was definitely yep. not the intention, uh, or I don't believe it was. When it was <laughs> I uh, hope not. Yeah. And so just the way that things are phrased and the emphasis put on different words has changed over right. um, seven decades. And so it's it's just not accomplishing the same goal that it was originally written for.
1: Yeah, it's, it's disorganized in a lot of ways too. I know you've pointed right. that out several times, like different theologies or ideas are in multiple places and it's not... Mm-hmm. Like you hand it to someone. I mean, w- one thing we have here, which is, which is a blessing, but also it's, it can be can be difficult sometimes. We have a lot of new believers coming here, people that come to know Jesus, or young Christians that didn't grow up in church, or go to Bible college, and mm-hmm. you know, reading through these big theological terms, what the heck does all this mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. So putting it in, in in words that are are tangible and,
0: and readable, yeah, plain English. Uh, there are theological terms in our Existing document, they're not explained. uh, Mm -hmm. Just assume. Yeah, the authors uh, assume that, Mm -hmm. oh, when I say justification, oh, well, I know what that means. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, And that's, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, you can't assume that. Yeah.
1: And that's one of our values in teaching. Like if we're teaching in any capacity, we're we're not assuming people know stuff, or assuming knowledge on people, where we'll try to talk more, uh, not not dumb it down, but just like explain it more fully, not just assume you know what these big words mean or like you even know who Paul is, for example. So, Absolutely. Yeah.
2: I think the other thing too is there are some descriptions or prescriptions in here that we're just not following as well. Yeah. Um, and so there are times when people will read through it and be confused about yeah. like, we don't have a technical Wednesday night service or a Sunday night service <laughs> yeah. anymore. And yeah. so it's described in our Constitution that we're supposed to have those. And so it can be confusing to people. Like, yeah. is this actually for your church? Because mm-hmm. it doesn't look like news yeah. story does
1: yeah and we'll we'll get to more of those specific like what are some examples right here in just a second but um like in especially in context of a new leader coming in um, if we're going to have any sort of leader come in, not just new owners but new leaders come in, we hand them this document that <laughs> we're, is one kind of dis- disjointed and hard to read, but also some ways we're not operating by it right now, um and not like by and large, like pretty small things yeah. but Um, It's not like we've just thrown it all out and we're like, forget this document. We're doing whatever we want. But um, you you can imagine um, like getting hired on at some some company and they hand you this code of conduct or for for example, you know, or their values or whatever. And it's hard to read. And they say, hey, actually, it's not super accurate. We don't follow it super closely. So does that give you any confidence going in? No, No. that would make me very lot of
0: uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So, what what are some of the examples? I know you mentioned um, like services. Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely one. What what are some of the other examples of revisions that need to be made?
0: I think in terms of the positions in our leadership structure, uh, there are a lot of uh, descriptions, uh, or even like committees and mm-hmm. definitions of of uh, uh, more of an. They're more of an ad hoc, or a, you know, mm-hmm. as we need them, we'll use that are kind of depending on the the church size and needs. Mm -hmm. Well, if you lock yourself into, okay, this is our structure, Mm -hmm. and then as you're growing, hey, that doesn't work anymore. We've Mm -hmm. got to uh, change this. We're going to have to do something different. And so then we start doing it. But again, that puts us out of sync with our documents.
2: I think another big one is our, it's description of deacons and the rules that they fill in our mm-hmm. church. We've recently made the the transition where we're operating without deacons, mm-hmm. um, which is not really allowed by our constitution. <laughs> and there are a lot of responsibilities that the deacons specifically have. Mm-hmm. And during this transition, they're supposed to have certain responsibilities yeah. as well. And we're not able to fulfill that because of some of those other changes that we've made in the past. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they they deacons do have um in, in according to our constitution an integral role in this process. And so making sure, excuse me, a lot of this is sorted out before we even really begin it is is really, really valuable. Um yeah, there and there's like you mentioned, there's certain positions and statements in there that uh aren't like for example, we don't need um a, a page of our stance on the charismatic movement. Um it's we, we can have position statements like our what what we believe about the Holy Spirit and everything that might you know expressly set us apart from very charismatic movements, but that was very relevant in '54 um, and not not as needed right now, um, and just added weight to the document you know that we want to kind of trim some fat on. So,
0: and even you know as you're looking at a particular movement, movements always come out of theology, mm-hmm. so that's. Was actually reflecting a weakness in our statement, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, in our uh, statement of faith about the Holy Spirit. Uh, you, what ended up to be a page could have been two lines. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> right. absolutely. Uh, right.
2: And some of it is tends to be repetitive when we when different uh, new ideas come out. We they, they added additional statements to our constitution mm-hmm. to try and refute those. Um, like I think about Bible translations. They have a very strong statement about what we believe in the Bible in the Constitution. Um, but then because of some other things that were happening, they felt the need to add an additional statement about Bible translations, which tends to repeat a lot of the same ideas that we had in yeah. our original yeah. statements. Yeah. So
1: yeah. Um, it, ultimately, in in describing some of these, what we're trying to express is there isn't a movement away from biblical theology. There isn't a change in theology. We're one of those um, perceived non-denom churches that take the mask off. We're Baptist, right? We're um, we. We have Baptist theology, we have Baptist doctrine, but more important than just Baptist, we have biblical doctrine we believe, and that's what that's not going to be changing. So um, that's an important thing to to put out there because I know uh, depending on your your position wherever you may be, it, you know, hey, you're making changes to this thing it seems kind of unsafe to just <laughs> go ad hoc and change stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, what's the what's the process for this? Is this just something that we can go into a room as say like pastors or even staff or just go in and just like, it's a PDF document. So can we just go and change whatever we want? And what's, you what's the-
2: You can't edit PDF documents. Box, no. so well, um, I have the Adobe suite um, so good. I can edit whatever I want. <laughs> Yeah, luck, luckily we do have uh, specific prescriptions in the Constitution about how we handle changes. We have made changes in the past, um, specifically our name when we move from Oak Grove to, to New Story, and they've added, again, like we talked about, additional statements throughout yeah. the past as new ideas have come up. So there is a specific prescription and it empowers our people to be involved in that as well which is great that it's not just up to leaders to find the perfect solution um, but we can present something to them and everyone has the opportunity to read through that and be able to make a decision yeah. as well
0: and the constitution is really a verbal reflection of who we are our mm-hmm. identity that's why you know what do we believe how do we do church not as okay the, uh, that's the way we do it, and we don't comment on how other people do it because we're defining us. If somebody, you know, you were having an ownership conversation with somebody, uh, we, we found that in our methodology, uh, you know, we like these services or, you know, this way of doing things uh, it is consistent with our beliefs and helps us. Mm-hmm. Make disciples. Uh, you know that's why we do this. Not just mm-hmm. to be different. Uh, there's yeah. a reason for any changes that we make, or any uh, revisions. We want that to accurately reflect how that we're accomplishing our mission and vision.
1: Yeah, and like like you said it. it it empowers the church um, to, to look over this. Like We can't just ad hoc make decisions and change stuff. The church actually has to vote on it. We take it before the church. They have time to review it. Um, and again, it shows the importance of um, it being a readable document for people. So we're like, hey, we made changes. Can you review them? Um, mm-hmm. There's maybe some that, that could um, and some that would take a lot longer to walk through and some that just like, uh, no, I'm going to tap out on this. Um, so, so that that's the important part of it, and what I what I wanted to, to explain is that the the church reviews it and votes on the new constitution. It's not just something that's that we can't just change it and change the process. So now we can make changes without church review. You know, right. not, no, we can't just do any of that. So. Um, Ultimately, thank you for being a part of this, guys. I know it's a, it's a simple, short, short thing, but it's important that the church constitution be a document that serves us so that when a pastoral candidate uh, is approached by a new story, they receive a document that, that's working, that's clear, and we long to have this document that's a document that serves um, our body, and we believe that that walking through some of these revisions are going to do just that. Um, so if you do want a copy, if you're part of the New Story family and want a copy of our current Constitution, you can do. You can let us know by emailing us at info at newstory.church. And if you didn't just catch that from listening to it, it's on this page as well, right above this video. Um, email us there and we can get that out to you if you're part of the New Story family. We'd love to, to be able to give you an opportunity to read that. And Maybe you would come to the same conclusions that uh, some of this can be reworked. But um, any last thoughts from you guys?
2: No, I think uh, I guess people think of the constitution i think a lot of us think of the united states constitution <laughs> and these are not the same so no. please yeah. please don't equate it to that that yeah. same idea or yeah. hold us to that standard yeah. so
0: yeah in a sense there's uh <laughs> interesting comparison there are uh, kind of legal satisfaction of having that existing yeah. document here in the state of kansas mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as we incorporate as a nonprofit mm-hmm. there are certain stipulations in that constitution that have to be in there Mm -hmm. but uh, again that's (laughs) uh, that's part of us doing things decently and in order and uh, above uh, you know reproach we're going to uh, make sure that we're as clear as possible and open as possible and so that uh, anytime those are inspected Mm -hmm. you know it's reflecting who we are
1: yeah yeah, we're given uh, the the benefit of religious freedom here in the United States, and this document um, is an important part that obviously is um, in many ways required um, of us to 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 have the the, the freedoms that we do have. So, um, yeah, the, even though the, the wording sounds similar, right. it's it's not. It's it, yeah. yeah, it wasn't written um, 17. Well, it wasn't 1776. beside the point, 1812. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thank you guys for for joining. I um, appreciate you walking through this and hopefully it has been helpful for you. And we'll see you in the next one.